Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby. And uh, let me tell you, we have two hours, uh, two hours, two phone lines open for you right now. If you'll just call 888-787-KLIF. We're going to go to Buck in uh, Navarro Bills, uh, Mills in just uh, uh, just uh, moments here. So uh, give us a call right now, if you will, please, and you could be right in line behind him. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Uh, Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones. It doesn't get any better than Mike Bass. And if his mama is listening, you need to be proud of your son. He does a great job. I'm lucky to have him. Let's uh, go back to the phones. Let's go to Buck in Navarro Mills. Buck, this is Neil. Thanks for waiting on me. How can I help you? Yes, Mr. Sperry. It's Neil. I have yeah. Neil. Yeah. Neil, I have some black raspberries. My grandparents passed away now a while back. They were out of state from up in the Ozarks, and I love to propagate them. They seem to be doing okay, but I have to pay real close attention to the excess sun. So I've been using the landscaper shade cloth. Would you recommend for a species that's normally not going to be around this area, but they're really phenomenal tasting, and they make great juice? Yeah, they are wonderful, but they are so... I. I don't think I've ever seen them grown successfully in Texas. I just don't think you're going to do well with them. Even red raspberries have a, a challenge. The only only ones you'll see A&M recommend are Dorman red raspberries, and they're not very flavorful. I've been blessed uh, black, with sandy loam and great shade, and we got some great soil. So they, as long as the temperature I, doesn't seem to get them. <laughs> yeah, I know, and and all of that is great, but but you're 15 degrees awfully warm for them. That's the problem. Um, what you're doing is, is fine. They need full sunlight, um, but, you know, they're not going to adapt very well to uh, afternoon sun in, in, in Texas at 100 degrees. So, um, maybe so having them had, alive for six years is a good thing then? <laughs> I, I think it's a miracle. I think it's really a miracle. You've done very, very well. How much fruit have you gotten off them in that time? Oh, we only had the four plants, so... They, they've kind of slowly propagated through there, and I get a, probably about four quart jars that the kids don't eat them all. <laughs> well, that's remarkable. That's remarkable. It's been You've a really amazing here. experience down here. They have the we get to see eagles, bald eagles they release here. So I wanted you to know about that because you have a heart that's space cool. for birds. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I'd say do whatever you're doing because you're doing better than most people do with them. They're kind of in the same category as rhubarb, just uh, not made for Texas, really. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well we I wish I, I so we kind of propagate between too much sun or too much heat. So we, <laughs> it's a challenge. Well, it is. There are a lot of plants that fit into that that same category. Geraniums are that way. A lot of the plants that that uh, uh, do do well in the north just kind of punt when it gets uh, uh, midsummer in in Texas. Impatients do, for the most part, uh, the same thing. There are some that are a little more heat tolerant, but not not like they are in the north uh, so but you know on the other hand we have cream myrtles we have periwinkles we have other things here go ahead i'm sorry we have a friend of mine told me about the purple hedge sand cherry does that sound say it right perhaps little berries on it yeah I, and we yeah. have lots of birds here i've never seen so many birds i have robins and all kinds of migratory birds pass through here going to navarro mills lake and Mm -hmm. I'd love to put something out there for them, and we have so many finches. It's amazing. Well, there are lots of things. I think if you concentrate on native, they're coming to your area because they like the plants that are in the area. Uh, there are lots of things that they will feed on, and you can supplement that with uh, with the, the, I don't want to say man-made things, but the, but the products that you can buy. But there are lots of native plants that you can grow. I'd just concentrate on those, the various Which hollies, the those junipers. I'm sorry, I've, I'll be quiet. You go ahead. I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I get a little mm. delay on my phone because I can't hear well. <laughs> gotcha. Um, what would be the best for the birds that like to eat fruit? You know, I seem to have a lot of them. They love my peach trees and, and <laughs> their plums. They really enjoy those. <laughs> those are probably not migratory birds. Those are year-round birds if, if they're in the summertime. Uh, the best, uh, best fruit-producing plants would be uh, the various hollies. 
Um, and, and so you have many you could choose from there, but Yopon is, is native in your area, uh, or, or close. Uh, Possum Haw Holly Ilex decidua is, uh, is very pretty. You need to make sure you get female plants in both cases because the males don't have any fruit. Um, the pollination. They are used for pollination, but you have plenty of pollen around, so that shouldn't be a problem. Um, Mexican plum is a native plum that is uh, is a beautiful tree and very very uh, well adapted. Um, Love those. And then, then you have also uh, American beautyberry in the fall. There are there are a good many other things that that would work. I'm excited for now. <laughs> well, That's you'll awesome. do you'll do well, and, and don't overlook eastern red cedar. The the juniper berries are popular. So you'll have a, I have you'll a have few a of those of in my property. Yeah, yeah, we all do. <laughs> We're about seven tenths of a mile from the lake, so it's really amazing. I get turkey and deer walking in my front yard. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I appreciate the call. I hope it helped. Thank you so much, man. You have a blessed day and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks for the call, Buck. Take care. All righty, I'll take a break, and would love to have a call from you right now at eight 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 seven eight seven K L I F. Let's fill the phone lines, won't you, please? I'd love to. Love to see that happen. That would be a, a very welcome sight. 888-787-5543. Call now. 888-787-KLIF. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. Well, I'd like to take some time to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people. Not just gardeners. These are people who keep us happy and healthy. There are beloved healthcare workers who are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. Thank you for never giving in, and thank you for never settling for good enough. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, and here it comes again, seems like, but we see you showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy. And to you, my listener, Remember that there are plenty of ways that you and I can show our appreciation to the front line. We need to get vaccinated. If you're not, get vaccinated. Please get vaccinated. There's no reason to put it off. Uh, Get your booster shot. Wear your mask. It's not a big deal. My mask is sitting behind me. I'll take it out when I leave, and I'll put it on as soon as I go out. These are great ways we can show our support. Share the messages on social media. One more big thank you to Baylor's Cotton White Health, especially to the front line. We're going to do all that we can do to help you because you shouldn't have to go through this time and time and time again. Thank you for all that you do to keep all of us safe. Thank you. I'm Zach from Jabo's Ace Hardware in Keller, Coppell, and Fort Worth. We're your source for great gift products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right. And uh, so thank you, Zach, very, very much. Just got a message from Pastor Brummett, and he has an obligation, so we will not have our bird feature today. So that's okay. That happens. That's the life of the pastor, you know. Um let me also uh, encourage you to give a call. We have an open line at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. And it uh, looks like that is John in Plano. Let's uh, give John a, a chance to go on the air here now. John, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Nice uh, nice to speak to a legend. Oh, um, goodness. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You bet. Hey, I'm going to ask my question, and then I'll just go ahead and hang up. And that is, I, I've been interested in artificial turf for many reasons, and I'm just curious if that's not blasphemy to you. What are your thoughts about it, and and maybe the pros and cons? And, and I'll hang up and, and let you okay. answer. Thanks. I will do the best I can. Uh, it is not something that I'm uh, well versed in, but I see it, and um, and uh, having read about it, and having seen it in in a good many places. It looks very nice, and if uh, if it is not possible for you to take care of a lawn for one reason or another, maybe their trees are too uh, dense and, and shade is foreboding to the grass or uh, slope is too steep or uh, time doesn't allow, whatever, uh, then, um, uh, then artificial turf might be a possibility. Uh, you lose all the benefits of, uh, of real grass when you do that, all the 
air cleaning benefits, all the therapeutic benefits of being out there in the landscape, taking care of nurturing plants. But you know, from from that standpoint, uh, they may or may not be of interest to you. Um, but uh, if if you like the look, and you know, I'd ask for referrals, and I'd go talk to the people, I'd let the company set you up with a with a conversation with the the client and to see if everything worked out the way they expected it to. Um, I don't know what to ask. Uh, I'd have to think about that a little bit. I'd want to make sure it drained well. I'd want to make sure that it had been in for a while and didn't discolor and stayed smooth, didn't cause tripping issues. I, I don't know what to ask, really, so probably the wrong guy to ask. Anyway, John, I hope that helps. That's that's what I would offer. Folks, I'd love some calls. This is your chance. And as I've said every year at this time for 45 years now, 44 years, about to start my 45th year, uh, this time of year it is the hardest to get calls. Uh, 888-787-KLIF, as I mentioned earlier. I see the ratings. I know they're fine. That doesn't worry me at all. I gave up worrying about it. It's just uh, what it is. And uh, it's just harder to get people to... Uh, give up their football games that they're watching or to uh, take time from Christmas shopping and other activities to make a phone call for gardening in December. Boy, as soon as the holidays are over, it, it's a different story as soon as we head towards springtime. But uh, right now, 888-787-5543. Call right now if you will, please. Um, I'm going to tell you about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, and invite you to uh, get it ordered so I can get it signed. I'll be signing tomorrow night. One of the things when I started this book uh, that I, I really wanted, when I had the meeting with Carolyn Skye, my editor, and Cindy Smith, the graphic designer, I told them that I wanted to be able to uh, sign every copy of the book. I wanted to self-publish it, and that's why I wanted them involved so that the three of us could build this book. I had worked with each of them many times on many projects, and I respect their uh, their abilities just incredibly. And uh, so we started working on it, and I knew that I wanted to uh, not put it in, in stores or on Amazon, that I wanted to sell it independently, and not because I wanted to maximize the dollars. Frankly, that's not the case at all. I could have made a lot more if I had put it through the stores, but I wanted to be able to sign them, and I wanted not to have to work through a committee at a publishing house. Those are the two important things to me. And so that was the genesis of uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Um, it is in no way like the Complete Guide to Texas Gardening that I wrote in 1982 and that I rewrote in 1991. This book is a totally different book. Different layout, different look, different uh, everything. There's not one photograph that's common to the two books. I hope you'll give me a chance to show it to you, sell it to you. Uh, I guarantee your satisfaction, even if you say, you know what, it's not enough different. I won't want my money back. I'll give you your money back. No questions asked. 72,000 books sold. I think if that were the case, somebody would have asked for that by now. Not one request for a refund. This book is so much better. 840 of my best photographs. That's two and a half times as many as the old book had. 344 pages. It covers every aspect of outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. Now, here is the, the best part of it right now. If you'd like to give it as a gift for Christmas, you buy one copy for yourself at $36.95, which is a bargain in its own right. It's a hardback and printed in Texas on high-quality paper, and it's only $36.95. The second and third books, bought at the same time and shipped to the same mailing address, are only thirty-one ninety-five each. That's incredible. That's a really good deal on a high-quality book. But that's for a limited time more. You need to get this order in right away so I can get them signed. We can get them mailed. Mail delivery is slow right now, as you have heard, as you know. So the ways you can order it, since it's not in stores or on Amazon, you can call my office or you can order it from my website. The office phone number, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. The number is 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, by far, 
is to order it from the website at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Order now and I can get it to you for Christmas. Neil Sperry dot com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. It has gotten dry in many parts of north central Texas, and that means that our foundations are moving around again. They just kind of go this way, then they go that way, then they go this way and that way. And so if you are experiencing windows and doors that are not operating properly, if you see tape and bed work that is beginning to split away, if you see cracks in floors or walls, those are all signs that you might be having foundation problems. You need to contact the pros at Advanced Foundation Repair. Let them come out to your house, do a free inspection of your foundation. They will determine whether there is a foundation issue going on, and if so, where it is and how severe it is, what it would take to correct that problem. And uh, I think you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed, first of all, at the detail with which they determine the, uh, the, the foundation issues, if any. And secondly, I think you'll be amazed at the affordability of their repairs. I've had so many people over the 25 years that I've been telling you about advanced foundation repair, so many people who have said to me, thank you for the referral to them because they uh, they told me I didn't have foundation problems or uh, others have said they found that I do have problems, but goodness, their repairs are so much less than other companies' bids were. And there's no obligation when they come out to do the free home inspection. I would really recommend you have that done if you have any concern about your foundation. This is a great company. They have worked at our home. I can tell you from firsthand experience, they do it right. They guarantee their work for the lifetime of the house, transferable from owner to owner. Now, here are the contact points for them. Their phone number is 214-333-0003. It's Advanced Foundation Repair on the web, Foundation repairs.com that's advanced foundation repair 214-333-0003 hi i'm jj from ace hardware of richardson at the corner of coit and beltline when you need reliable localized help and those great weber grill products come to us we're the helpful hardware folks and now back to neil Thank you, J.J., very, very much. Great store, great people. He and his wife are both actively involved there, and they're nice people. Let's go back to the phone lines. Have one line open right now at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Joseph in Fort Worth. Joseph, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello, Joseph. Uh, Yes, you're on the air, sir. How can I help you? Oh, hello, Neil. Listen, uh, I have. I want to ask you about uh, wild birds. I'm an enthusiast. I'm not an expert on them, but I have Stokes' book, uh, and I can identify every bird that comes here. And last year, I had a whole 
bunch of white-winged doves. They're not even supposed to be in the series of southwest Texas, but they were. And I paid pearl cash about three of them, and they just love that food. This year, I haven't had hardly any. Why? Uh, what happened? Are they just uh, migrate or what? Yeah, the migratory birds are slow this year, Joseph. I was in at Wild Birds uh, two days ago, and we were talking about it. It's just everything's off. Uh, you know, I guess uh, I guess we just wait till we get some cold weather, and and we'll probably see them. That's okay. a phenomenon that's being reported everywhere. Oh, it's interesting. I, I try to identify every bird that comes here. I just love them, honey. I peep water out for them and. <laughs> The food, uh, but uh, you was talking about a hawk, uh, the hawk, red red tail hawk. Yes, sir. Uh, are they in this area? Oh my, yes. I pointed one out to my wife and grandson last night. Yeah, they are. Uh, we picked our grandson up at school, and there was one about a block away from the school, sitting up on top of a power pole. I yeah, they're beautiful North, birds. North Park, close to Simpson Park, and. Uh, I, I try to look for them. I, I think I see them, but I'm not sure. <laughs> well, watch watch the tops of the power poles, and you'll you'll see them there. They're they're solitary birds usually. The power pole, okay. Yeah, up and down the highway, you'll see them sitting on tops of the power poles. Okay. Yeah. Well, I better run, but I hope that I hope that helps, and I'm glad you're watching it them. It does, Neil. It does, and I sure thank you for thank you me about those migration of those white wing doves. Yeah, they'll. They'll, I think all our birds will be back. I'm not worried. Have a have a, a great day. Merry Christmas, Joseph. Thanks for the call. Take care. All right, let's go to Claudia in Lindsay. Claudia, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Um, I threw out some 4 o'clock seeds in my flower bed this fall. I don't know if that was the right time, but they are coming up. Will they survive the winter or they normally will, but, boy, that is an odd time to plant. I have to give you credit for that. You know what I would probably do is uh, I would be tempted to put a light mulch of leaves or something over them if it gets really cold. I just would have a, a, a small plastic trash bag of dry leaves or something uh, sitting mm-hmm. somewhere that I could, could dump over them if it gets really cold just to give them a little bit of a mulch. Okay, I will try that. Yeah, they're they're winter hardy and they do freeze to the ground normally when it when it freezes. Um, mm-hmm. Next time around, I would probably plant them in early spring. Okay, yeah. all right. Thanks for right. your help. Well, you're welcome. Thanks for the call very very much. Those calls don't take long. Um, all right, here is the game plan. Now you will call. We we go clear to the end of the program today because I don't have my don't have my pastor doing a bird feature so i'll be looking for some calls if you will please 888-787-KLIF all lines are empty now we've cleared them out for you so you can uh, you can take one take two while you're up 888-787-5543 call right now please 888-787-KLIF ace is the place it's a place you can go for grills, all kinds of grills. And it's a place you can go to find helpful hardware, folks. It's a great place to shop. I, I'm going to encourage you to shop Ace for Christmas this year. There's some wonderful Ace hardware stores around North Texas. And you go in the door and they greet you and they say, Hey, glad to have you stop by. How can we help you? And you say, Well, I need to talk to somebody about grills. And they'll say, Let us get so-and-so. And so-and-so will be a grilling expert, somebody who loves going home after working at Ace today and grilling at some wonderful meal tonight. They have people who really know grilling, and Ace has all the great brands for grilling. Traeger, Weber, Big Green Egg, Kamado Joe, and more. Let them show you the choices. You'll love grilling while the weather is so beautiful. Ace is the place for all of your grills and accessories and fuel needs this holiday season. You can get the grill that would be just perfect for somebody on your list. And remember, you get free assembly and delivery on grills and accessories of $399 or more for Ace Rewards members. If you're not a reward member, you can take care of that at the cash register in just half a minute or so. I hope you get in and and take a look at Ace Hardware for all of the grills, all of your grilling needs. 
Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks, and Ace is the place for all those grills. It's a non-stop news cycle. This virus is called the Omicron. It's already spreading. Five states now. A school shooting in Michigan. He's a 15-year-old male sophomore. Four counts of first-degree murder. It's now on Russia to de-escalate the current tensions. Roe versus Wade. How the Supreme Court will rule. Fix the supply chain crisis. November employment report. A huge miss. The government remains open. Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. Niels Perry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. comes from my computer to your email on Thursdays, just a little after 6 p.m. We have about 80,000 people who subscribe to eGardens. I wanted to have a way that I could get emergency messages out to you if there's a bad weather event or a plague of locusts or something else. But also I wanted a way that I could give you what essentially is like an old-fashioned garden section. Newspapers don't have old-fashioned garden sections anymore, but eGardens kind of fills that void. We have about 80,000 people subscribed to eGardens, and what it allows is a chance for me to feature a plant each week, something that is colorful or that needs to be planted at that time, or a delicious fruit or something of that sort. That's, uh, that's the featured plant of the week. There's a featured question of the week, and we also have a... Uh, 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 gardening this weekend, where I point out the things that are most important to be done that weekend. Also, this week coming up, we'll have uh, Diane Sitton from Southeast Texas showing you the great things that you can create using natural foods from out in the woods and the and the landscape, also from the grocery store to make beautiful decorations for Christmas that the birds will love as well. Just all kinds of great information in Neil Sperry's eGardens. It's free and always will be. You can see the most recent issue when you go to my website, neilsperry.com, and uh, click on that eGardens tab. You go to the same website to buy my latest book, but you also go there to sign up for eGardens. It's free. We'll never spam you. Don't give or sell your email address to anybody. Scroll down to where you sign up, and right there you'll also be able to see the most recent issue of eGardens at neilsperry.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. Perhaps you have pansies or other cool season annual plants outdoors in large pots. You need to remember that any plant, whether it's pansies or other annuals, shrubs or small trees, any plant gives up 10 or 20 degrees worth of winter hardiness when they're grown outdoors in pots. Because their root balls are completely exposed, they're much more likely to suffer severe freeze damage when temperatures drop below 20 or 25 degrees. You want to have a dolly or a cart handy and be prepared to wheel them into the garage for a few nights. Some people talk to me about bringing their plants indoors. That's not a good idea. It's too warm indoors. And you also don't want to leave those plants in the garage any longer than you have to. Now, pansies and pinks and the other hardy winter annuals can handle some freezing weather, but if it gets extraordinarily cold, that's the time to protect them. I have more gardening tips for you each week in eGardens, my free Thursday evening electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. home merry and bright for the Christmas season. Right now, Calloway's has beautiful fresh-cut Christmas trees. Wander through their Christmas forest to hand-pick the perfect tree for your family. Their collection includes various sizes, various varieties. You can even select a snowy-tipped or fully-flocked tree to complete your holiday decor. Choose a soft-needled Fraser fir or a noble fir with layered blue-green branches, each ideal for decorating. To help keep your Christmas tree fresh, each base is cut at the store and set in a stand for better water absorption. Callaway's top priority for a Merry Christmas is to provide you with a premium fresh-cut tree and all the extra trimmings to make the season bright. Complete the look throughout your home with fresh wreaths and garlands or stunning poinsettias. Callaway's Nursery is donating 10% of all poinsettia purchases to support Lena Pope, an 
and their mission of giving children the best possible start in life. Please join Callaway's in transforming lives with the purchase of poinsettias. Shop local and visit any of their 21 community locations or order online at callaways.com. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery, and that'll save you time this holiday season. They're open seven days a week for your convenience. That's Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. Callaways.com. When you wake up. The crisis at the border. When you work. Reopening our economy. When you drive home. This escalation of violence. What's happening right now. All day. Update your day at the top and bottom of each hour. Keep myself as updated as possible. On Real News and Information. 570-KLIF. com. Maybe you're thinking about replacing your old window treatments with something beautiful. Plantation-style shutters, for example, and if that's the case, let me suggest Sunburst Shutters. First of all, great people. Secondly, fabulous product. And third, it looks great and will last forever, just almost forever. This this is just the best of all worlds because sunburst shutters are custom made to each opening in your house. Let them bring them out and show you what they look like right up in your windows. We saw one of their cars going out on a sales call this week, and I thought there is a happy customer about to be made. They're warp-proof, crack-proof, waterproof, and termite-proof. It's a man-made material called polywood, P-O-L-Y, polywood. And uh, it looks like wood, but it behaves so much better than wood. You're going to love sunburst shutters. And like I say, each one is made for a specific window in your house because tape and bed work varies from window to window. So give them a, give them a call. If you want to go to their showroom, you're certainly welcome to do so. It's a part of their factory. But it's easier just to have them come to you and bring the samples and take measurements and tell you what it would cost to have sunburst shutters made for each opening in your house. You'll love them. We do. We've had them for 11 years, and we couldn't be happier. That's 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com, also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. And, uh, again, that number is 214-343-2601. 2601 sunburstshutters.com. I'm Mark Siriai from Mr. C's Ace Hardware in Hearst. When you need reliable, localized help and great lawn and garden products, outdoor power equipment, or hardware for your home, come see us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Mark, very, very much. Let's go to Brian in Duncanville now. Brian, this is Neil. Thanks for waiting. How can I help? Hi, how you doing? Thanks for taking my doing call. Doing great, thank show. you. Yes, sir. I heard you speaking about the um, the oak tree, the live oak that was losing the bark because of the freeze. Yes, sir. And it made me decide to call and ask you about my pine tree. What's okay. happening is after the freeze, all the needles have turned brown. Now, I say all of them. It's probably 95%. There's a few green ones left, so I'm just trying to decide if it killed this tree or what's going on or if they're going to turn green again all right well it doesn't sound good if 95 percent are brown what type of pine is it well i'm not for sure it's it's one of the tall ones it's about 60 foot tall and it has the cones on it with the straight long needles okay helped at all well um it's a start real common to this area so okay um if it if it is brown it browned after february that's that, correct as a direct result of the cold i would say mm-hmm. that you're probably in in pretty serious problems um i i have to tell you that i am not recommending any pines for the dallas fort worth area and most especially not for duncanville or desoto or any of the other areas that have really shallow rocky uh, soils you, right. you guys hardly have any soil in Duncanville, and you get out to Midlothian, and, and uh, it's about like a quarter of an inch of soil. And I, the pines that we thought were going to do well in that kind of setting were the Elderica pines, uh, or Afghan pine it was called, or Mondel pine. All three names are the same plant. And right. And the, uh, the, the really wet spring of 2015 took them out. 
Uh, they can't handle the moisture. They can handle the drought, but they can't handle the moisture. So when you win one battle, you lose another one, it seems like, with pines. And I've just quit recommending any kinds of them because they all seem to break our hearts eventually. Uh, I don't know if that's what you mm-hmm. have. I, I don't want to give an answer because I have, over the 45 years I've been doing this program, I have learned that that um, a lot of times people are calling things pines, and I, I'm not saying you are, but often right. people have called things pines that end up not even being pines, much less a, a type of pine. Um, well, this has pine cones on it. And no, I understand. I, I got it. I, I don't want to get into that because because it yeah. really would depend on specifically what pine it is. But mm-hmm. if it is 95% brown and has stayed that way all summer, all season, then I I can't imagine it's ever going to look right again. Okay. Not what I was wanting to hear. but Well, um, no, but I mean... There it is. It, I mean, it's it's yeah. giving you the clues, not me. If uh, if you want to have a certified arborist look at it, that would be a good idea, and they can identify the species. If it's loblolly pine, it it wouldn't look that good after all that time to be sixty feet tall. It almost right. has to be elderica pine to be that tall and to have any. That's awfully mm-hmm. tall, even for elderica, though, especially in. Duncan I planted Lake. this tree myself about. Right when I moved into this house about 18 years ago, we actually bought it as a Christmas tree and had it sitting in the living room, and it was about three foot tall, and then I transplanted it out here. I have about, I guess there's probably two feet of soil out here before you hit the rock. Okay, that that's and what it helped it. it has the runoff from the back of my house, so it gets plenty of water, and it's done very well. You know, Ryan, I'll bet that is Elderica pine because that was the one at that time of our lives, that was the one that was being pushed pretty hard as a living Christmas tree, Elderica. Right. Look up Pinus Elderica, P-I-N-U-S-E-L-D-A-R-I-C-A, and see if that okay. looks like your tree. They were hurt by the by the cold last year. It's the, not uh, shedding the leaves any more than normal, or the pine, or the needles, I should say. Mm-hmm. They're staying on the tree, and all the cones are staying on the tree, and it seems like the limbs are flexible. They're not just breaking off like they're dried out or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just brown. Well, yeah, I think it. I think it froze. I, I don't have any more to offer. I, I, okay. Do, do whatever you wish. If you want to wait till spring and see if you get any new growth on any of the branches, right. then, then certainly you could do that. Uh, the one okay. caution that, that the cities are giving us and that arborists are giving us is that you need to be sure that you have a tree. If you're going to leave it and wait for spring, make sure that the tree is not compromised in a way that it could come down uh, in a wind sure. or ice storm or snowstorm. Uh, mm-hmm. because there are a lot of trees that are compromised. Some of our live oaks are compromised. As sturdy as they are, they're compromised, and we need to be very careful we don't allow them to fall and hurt people. But uh, okay, anyway. Very good. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, I wish I had a better answer for you. I wish I had a more encouraging answer. Thank you very much. Let's go to Mike and Aubrey. Mike, this is Neil. Good morning, uh, afternoon. How can I help you? Well, I've got a, an infestation of mistletoe. Basically on the uh, uh, cedar elms, and uh, the one in the front yard is about a foot and a half in diameter, and there's probably 20 basketball-sized plants up in the branches. Right. And they're they're starting to spread to the other trees. Uh, I suppose the birds are doing that. Yeah, they do. Yeah, all that you can do, there's no spray that will kill mistletoe without harming the, the host tree. It is a parasite. And it is rooted into the branches of the trees. The way it develops, Mike, and you may already be aware of this, but for those who are not, uh, mistletoe is spread by birds. It can be spread on the on the fur of squirrels as well. But the seeds are spread. Uh, they're sticky, and a bird will get them on its uh, beak and be unhappy with that and try to wipe it off on on the twigs. When birds fly from tree to tree, they they land on smaller branches not on great big branches and so they're wiping the the seeds off on smaller branches that's where the mistletoe takes root and starts growing and so we see these big clumps or we see the small clumps on uh, on smaller branches and um, at that point just hear me out i know this is something that, that refers to back 10 years ago but at that point, we can take a long-handled pole pruner and nip out the 
the the twigs that have mistletoe starting to develop and drop them to the ground and and that piece of mistletoe is done for um if we don't do that then it will continue to grow for three or four years until it's the size of a basketball or bigger and the branch is by that point four or five inches in diameter and at that point all we can do is trim off a big limb or just keep nipping off the mistletoe and give up on killing it or removing it just keep it pruned back and uh, try to prolong the life of the cedar elm cedar elms are their favorite host tree and and that's usually what it comes down to when it gets really bad in a in a nice cedar elm tree is just nip it off every year and and keep it headed back or every couple years um what you'll find is that the branch will become rather gnarly and and uh but it doesn't normally kill the cedar elm it just makes them look a little less attractive there are cedar elms in downtown mckinney that you can't tell when autumn happens because they have as much green in the winter as they do in the summer well, that's what, the, that's what the worst of it is. I yeah. Mean, I, I looked at uh, Ethapon, and I think I've heard you say that it's not worth uh, using it. No, you haven't heard me say that, but uh, if, if, you have a, if you have a certified arborist who has the, uh, who has the, the, the proper credentials to buy the products that can be can be sprayed you can try but i think it's probably just going to burn it back i don't think anything that i've heard unless there's a new product out no, there it's kind of it kind of said the same thing that it yeah. burns it back and you're yeah. probably going to have to treat it uh every couple annually of years or something yeah yeah, yeah. I, I wish we had something better but that's unfortunately kind of where we are okay well so yeah, and the Epithon is pretty expensive too. I'm I'm aware. Yeah, I'm aware. Okay. Yeah, I think I think the other option is is prune out the worst of it and and just uh, grin and bear it. And uh, if, as far as spreading to other trees, if you can get a long handled pruner and and just keep it nipped out of those trees, it's not difficult to reach up into a tree and just click if you if you know what i'm talking about with the pole pruner right. with the rope on it just prune it off a twig maybe you can keep it from spreading to other trees maybe that maybe that's the consolation in this whole thing uh that's what i do at our house and and it's worked out really well i got the i got it out i hired an arborist to go up in the trees and take the the ones that were way up high out and then we've kept the rest out we have it even shows up in pecans and we got out of the pecans anyway i I, I wish you well with it. It's a it's a problem. People who think mistletoe is romantic haven't lived with it. <laughs> so, All righty. Well, thank, thank you for you the call, much. Mike. Thank you for the call. Take care. All right, we'll come back. We have another Mike. Mike is in Justin. And, Mike, I really need to talk to you about the mountain laurel. I need. I have a couple questions for you, and then I have a recommendation. So stay with me. Let me get my last break done, and I'll come right to you. Um, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Folks, it's come down to this. Uh, need to have your order. If you're interested in this as a gift for Christmas, need to have your order because the post office tells us they're running uh, a day or two behind. Uh, sometimes it's more than that, I, I believe, uh, and they're trying their best. I, I give them all the credit in the world. I've been in the backside of the post office. That's a tough place to work. It's a lot of stuff going through there. Uh, I need an extra day or two because when I get hit with uh, four or 500 books to sign, all at the same time. That's what's happening after each weekend. Oh, yeah. If you're if you're struggling with vertigo anyway, uh, just looking down and signing that many books, it, it gets uh, it gets pretty tough. The hardest part for me is folding the boxes to put them in, because that involves a circular repetitive motion. And so anyway, and I get some help with that, but but still, there's a lot of repetitive circular motion. So anyway, uh, anything we can do to get these out the door sooner rather than later really helps. 11 chapters in this book covers lawns and landscapes, flowers, fruit, and vegetables for every county in the state of Texas. And I'll guarantee your satisfaction or I'll give you everything you spend on it back. Please, if you will, get the order in right away and I'll sign your book and we'll get it in the post office right away. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray 
all the plants in your landscape and garden. Now, here is my Christmas offer to you. The first book is regular price, and it's a bargain at thirty-six ninety-five. The book will be going up when I go to the sixth printing sometime in the next couple of months. It will go up from thirty-six ninety-five. So you might just want to get your own book bought right now. The second and third books, though, are even better because they're just thirty-one ninety-five each. That's a five-dollar savings. That's if you order them today. This offer will go away very, very soon now. First book, $36.95. Second and third, $31.95. But they need to be shipped to the same mailing address. You order it either from my website or by calling my office Monday through uh, uh, Friday, 9 to 5. Here are the contact information. The uh, phone number to the office is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. And my website is Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is, not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call, 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Tommy is our pastor, and that's our church, and we'd love to have you uh, come along. Sharingtheheart.org, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, Texas. When people think of Mueller, they think of quality steel buildings and durable metal roofing, but that name Mueller means so much more. It means you'll have a product manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers, to help design the building of your dreams. It means you'll have a company in business for 90 years, standing behind your warranty. And it means you'll get tons of added value, like roofing site visits, forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team that's ready to help you along the way. And Mueller is on the cutting edge, designing and manufacturing new products, products like their greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. To find out more about Mueller products, go to MuellerInc.com. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or you can stop by one of their 33 locations. That's MuellerInc.com. Dot com M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C dot com. Mueller means more. Mueller means quality. Mueller means a lot of great products. Mueller. MuellerInc.com. I'm Dan Meyer from Sline Ace Hardware. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Dan, very, very much. He has a beautiful store. That's a great place for Christmas shopping. Let me uh, go back to the phone lines now. We have Mike in Justin. Mike, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Thanks for yes, taking sir. my call. Sure. Say, I have recently have a family member, a niece, that moved to uh, far north San Antonio, Boulevardi, and I've recently purchased your book for a housewarming gift that she'll be receiving soon. Uh, I also wanted to include a plant with that, or a tree, Uh, and I immediately thought of the Texas mountain laurel. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Uh, For for, uh, that area, it is perfect. When I saw Justin, if it was a good gift or not, I thought, oh, no, not in Justin. And, boy, (laughs) you brought me back from the edge of the cliff there. Okay, well, I have one in my... I do have one in my yard in Justin, and it has not done well, but it is it struggles. Yeah, it's sure we're it awfully far north for it, and mm-hmm. uh, but but that's that's where they're native down there. That's right on the edge of their native range, 
and uh, it's it's a beautiful plant, and they're all over San Antonio area. It'll do very well. My book printed within five miles of of Bulverde, and uh, so the 43 press checks I went to, I stayed in a hotel, and uh, I had about four hours to get out and drive around between uh, press checks, and so I drove around in that area. It's lovely. So it is lovely. So yeah. hopefully that'll be a good plant for her to get started in her yard. So. Oh, I think it will. They're they're just beautiful there. My dad did uh, research on it. It is a plant that that sheep and goats are not supposed to eat. It's poisonous to them. And and uh, west of there, about oh, I guess about an hour, hour and fifteen minutes in Lakey, and. Uh, I'll tell you when when those hillsides come into bloom and it's all over the hillsides. It's just so fragrant and so beautiful. But anyway, yeah, no, it'll it'll do well for her. All right. Well, thank you for your time. You are very welcome. That was a fun call. Thanks for making it. All right, folks. That's what I have, and I don't have uh, any other calls waiting. Uh, I will tell you if um, to answer some of the questions that I posed at the beginning of the program to kind of seed the clouds a little bit, see if I get some calls coming in. Uh, if you are thinking about planting, or maybe that was my statewide program where I did that, I guess it might have been. Uh, if you uh, are thinking about uh, planting sod at this point in North Texas, oh, don't plant St. Augustine now. Uh, Bermuda, I guess if you had to, to get a, an occupancy permit for a house or a commercial building, I guess you could use Bermuda perhaps. This is not the best time to be planting sod. Um, if you have tulips in the refrigerator, chilling or Dutch hyacinths, go ahead and plant them uh, in about two weeks. It's too early still. The soil is warm now. It's been so warm. So don't do that yet. Leave them there. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, tulips and Dutch hyacinths have to be pre-chilled to fool them into thinking that they're in Holland. It's just too warm here for them. And uh, if, they're, if they don't have that pre-chilling, they tend to bloom down in their foliage, down way down close to the ground. If you ever get uh, tulips where you have blooms that are just four inches off the ground, that's probably what's happened. They didn't get the pre-chilling. Um, this is a great time to plant pansies and pinks and snapdragons, a lot of other winter color plants. So uh, I recommend uh, doing that if you're trying to spruce up an entryway or a patio or something. Uh, you can do that, and, and uh, you'll, uh, you'll really have a lovely landscape that way. Put them in pots, some of them in, in decorative pots that you can set into the garage if it gets extraordinarily cold. The larger pots uh, are, are usually better. Uh, 16 to 20 inch would be ideal. You can move them on a dolly, for example. Anyway, those are some things to think about. Mike Bass has produced my program today, and, and Mike and I will be moving down the hall uh, tomorrow morning from 8 until 10. We will be on a sister station, WBAP 820 on the dial. So I hope you'll uh, tune us in over there. It's fun to do this on the weekends. I really thank you so much for listening, and, and we'll be back next Saturday live, same time, 1 to 3, next Saturday afternoon. Until then, as I said. Thank you for listening and happy gardening.